Leviticus is perhaps one of the least read books of the Bible, and yet it is so lovely, and it is so quoted and understood by Jesus. Most of his most, or many of his most profound teachings, such as not hating in our heart, come from the book of Leviticus. If you read chapter 18, it reminds us of so many of the things that God said in Genesis, and especially in Exodus. It says this in, ver- in chapter 19, And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to all the congregations of the people of Israel, and say to them, You shall be holy, for the Lord your God. For I, the Lord your God, am holy. Every one of you shall revere his mother and his father. This was, especially, this was especially directed at the older generation, as in the 30 and 40-year-olds, that they ought to take care of older people. One of the many things that distinguished people of God at that time. Other cultures did not honor their elders. In verse 3, every one of you, sh- or excuse me, and you shall keep my Sabbaths. I am the Lord your God. He is a God who has both purchased our rest and expects us to rest and remember that the world spins on because of him and not us or our work. Do not turn to idols or make for yourself any gods of cast metal. I am the Lord your God. He goes on to talk about sacrificing and then verses 9 through 18 talking talks about loving neighbor as self. When Jesus was asked to summarize the law, he was indeed thinking of Leviticus chapter 19, which tells us about caring for one another, caring for the deaf and the blind. And women who were 3,000 years ago marginalized in almost every culture that we know of, and yet here, repeatedly, God defends them. And if you read Leviticus and you see all the things punishable by death and all the kinds of sexual immorality, you might be challenged by it because in 2021, it sounds a little odd. But God's glory and holiness are real, and his people get to reflect that in how they live and how they treat their own bodies and skin and the skin and bodies of others. God defends those sojourning. God talks about the emancipation of slaves. People might say that this is God condoning slavery, and yet in Exodus 19 what it says is, if they have not yet been freed, you are to treat them with care and compassion, not treat them, not behave towards them violently or oppressively. The book of Leviticus is best understood in conjunction with the book of Hebrews, which teaches us that Jesus is our high priest. We have no other and need no other. The seven kinds of offerings that were made in the book of Leviticus are made complete in him. If you read the book of Leviticus and you start to get stuck at the number of laws, one helpful tool is that at the time, Israel was to function as a church-state nexus. This is before even they had a king. And so they were given ceremonial and civil and moral laws. Now that is an imperfect description of the law because moral and ceremonial and civic laws often overlapped. Picture perhaps three circles forming a Venn diagram. And yet, the reason that can be a helpful way to understand Leviticus is to see God desires our flourishing. And so he then describes how to flourish 3,000 years ago. Much of it is not applicable to us today because we're not living in a church-state nexus. 
and looking distinct as a people, as an alternative community of God followers, does look different now than it did then. The heart of God is the same, though, is to worship him and him alone, to love him with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Jesus is thinking of Leviticus 19 when he says that in Matthew chapter 22. And then it is to treat neighbor well, whether the neighbor is a prostitute or someone visiting an immigrant or a child or an older person or a deaf or a blind person. We are to treat them all as made in the image of God. And that is one of the most profound ways that we worship. There is not a more spiritual activity than obeying God, much as it contradicts us and looks odder and odder as the years go by. So I hope that you read the book of Leviticus, perhaps just chapter 19 for now, and see in it the heart of God, that we are freed into the flourishing life of worshiping him and treating all those we come into contact with, with kindness and dignity. That's it for five more minutes this week. I hope you're encouraged by the book of Leviticus. Leviticus.